1: Wrapping up hour number one here on Hurdout Sports Radio on AM five ninety ESPN Omaha ESPN Tri Cities. We're live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube on the YouTube channel. TK says, "If you ever went to a, uh, if you ever went to the bar with a bunch of law students, that's basically what drunk history is. That's pretty funny, TK. And uh, knowing some current lawyers, that's accurate. Uh, or maybe some that
0: act like lawyers." <laughs>
1: Not Thomas. I'm talking about Mike Ross. The, uh, Come on, guys. <laughs> coming up uh, in the show, we've got Adnan Verka at 8 o'clock. But before we get to that, I want to tell you about our friends over at the Omaha Supernovas. We're just a few days away from their second match of the season, February 3rd, at CHI Health Center. That's a 6 p.m. first serve uh, against the San Diego Mojo. You can get tickets at supernovas.com as The Supernovas look for their first win of the season. You'll have an opportunity to see some of the best volleyball talent all on the one, uh, all in one place. NCAA champions, All-Americans, Olympians, and all available right here in Omaha with your Supernovas. Join the volleyball movement sweeping across the country and see your Major League Volleyball team, the Omaha Supernovas. Go to supernovas.com. You can get tickets, season single game tickets available. Also, If you need schedule information, maybe you can't make it this Saturday, but you want to make it to a future game, make sure you check out the schedule to see when you can
0: uh, get out to a match. That's supernovas.com. Speaking of tickets, because Drunk Monk posts on YouTube, what sporting events are we watching tonight? And and that's in connection to, hey, we're going to get drunk, and then try to describe (laughs) the sporting event. I'm looking at the NHL slate tonight. There's three games. Okay. And I want you to tell me which game is the cheapest to go to out of these. Two. Win! Okay, okay. So tickets as low as twenty-one dollars. Okay, tickets as low as eighteen dollars. Okay, and tickets as low as twenty-two dollars. Here are the three matchups. All right, okay. Ottawa at Detroit. Okay, Los Angeles, the Kings at the Predators, Nashville Predators. Okay, San Jose at Anaheim. I'm going to say your
1: cheapest ticket is Ottawa at Detroit.
0: Can I can I tell you one? Yep. San Jose at Anaheim. So Shane, I would normally be with you because those are two of the worst teams in hockey. Right. But that actually is the highest price ticket of these three. (laughs) Of course it is. At $22. I figured both teams in California. Because they're in California. So that's where my head went to. But if I had to choose Shane, honestly, I would have done the same thing. You're both wrong, though. Oh, because (laughs) Detroit's a really good team. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, But it is really good $21. (laughs) I I guess so. Uh, $18 to go watch the Predators tonight. Tickets as low as $18. And the Kings are pretty good, too. Got to go watch the Preds. Uh, What I'm
1: probably watching tonight, if I had to guess is probably uh, a little Big East basketball. I'll probably be watching Providence at number one UConn. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably where I'll be paying the most attention tonight. That would be um, also probably have an eye on um, an earlier game, Northwestern at Purdue. One of Purdue's two losses of the season are uh, is to Northwestern. Um, so they've get, got so that their- game at home? Uh, It's at Purdue, yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's the rematch of Purdue's first loss of the season. They won't get a chance to avenge their second loss of the season against Nebraska because they only play once this year. Um, But that is – those are probably the two that I will be keeping a closest eye on uh, this evening. I try and stay in – unless we've got a huge national matchup, I usually try and stay in the two conferences that our local teams play in here, Big Ten, Big East, so I can – uh, you know, feel confident about talking about all the teams that they play uh, uh, play against the rest of the year. But good matchups in the in those Big Ten and the Big East this uh, this week, even though it's not, you know, Northwestern isn't ranked, but that's a, that's a
0: probable... Boo Boo is a good
1: player? Yeah, it's a probable tournament team against Purdue. And the fact that that's one of the two games that Purdue's lost this year, I think is interesting. And then Providence is playing a little bit better. It seems like they found their stride following the Bryce Hopkins injury. They've one three in a row now after dropping four straight. Uh, so going at number one UConn. Also, I'm kind of just trying to – I'd like UConn to take some losses. Not a big UConn guy here. Uh, I – you know, we've talked about this before. I really hate Danny Hurley. <laughs> just really hate him. Super punchable face.
0: Okay, Robbie. He does. Let's go to
1: therapy now. He's
0: got it. Listen. Let's – Let's take it back a notch. You don't want to be
1: drunk and punching I, Dan. I early. didn't say I'm going to punch him in the face. I'm saying his page, his
0: face is very punchable. I got to tell you, man, if he was in front of you, you may punch him in the face.
1: Well, not right now because I got kind of this
0: situation <laughs> going on here.
1: Doesn't mean you can't swing with the left. I go lefty, although I do need I need surgery on the left one too, probably. So, well, it's a good start because <laughs> then you can just put your hand right into a cast. Uh, just get it get it all fixed up. Be like, uh, it's a little accident I had here. Um, no, that's but that's uh, to answer Drunk Monk. That's that's probably what i'm playing he did to say watch. too
0: that drunk in my name has nothing to do with consuming alcohol mostly mostly <laughs>
1: i't so I, really, I don't really know what that means, but uh you know we were talking about uh a little bit the i don 't even remember how we got on this topic, but we were t- in the first segment we were talking about pro Bowls and stuff a little mm-hmm. bit um but an interesting little tidbit came out about the n b a all star game and all star weekend this year um obviously you got the pro Bowl coming up this week. Uh, you know, we've, Andrew and I have been talking about some ways to tweak that. And this kind of goes into this idea of trying to make All-Star games or All-Star weekends more entertaining for fans, right? Because just playing the games as is has kind of lost its luster for, I don't know, like 20 years now. We're, we're going on a, a pretty long ways of like the Pro Bowl hasn't been interesting for a really long time the NBA All-Star Game. They've tried a couple things. The Elam ending was cool the first time, kind of got teams to care a little bit. But, you know, you got to be creative with what they're doing here. Uh, One of the things they're doing during All-Star Weekend, which I think is cool, is Steph Curry and Sabrina Unescu from the WNBA are going head-to-head, got announced officially yesterday, are going head-to-head in a three-point shootout during All-Star Weekend. Uh, Steph Curry will be using the NBA ball and the NBA line. Originally, it was said that Sabrina's going to be using the WNBA ball and the WNBA line, and then she's like, I'll shoot from the NBA line too, which I love. I love the confidence. Um, so that's going to be, I think, fun. It'll be pretty much normal three-point uh, contest rules beside that. You've got the money balls, and then you've got a money rack and whatever, and and they'll go from there. So I I like that. They're trying to be more creative about sort of bringing an appeal to all-star weekends, all-star games, stuff like that. Um, I remember back in the day they used to do – in the NFL, they would do these sort of QB competition obstacle courses thing. Every once in a while you'll see a clip of them on like TikTok or, uh, you know, you'll see them doing – They'll have these motorized targets that guys are throwing at, and then they do a, a kind of a long ball uh, competition as well. Like, I would love to see more of that type of stuff in All-Star Weekends again because I'll be honest, that's way more interesting than usually the actual game in itself. Is there anything that you've seen or that you'd like to see that you're like, yeah, like... That would maybe spice it up for me a little bit.
0: Yeah, you know, there's there's Because the lot. NHL does a good yeah, job. The, the NHL does a really nice job of having a, a nice skills competition mm-hmm. and mixing in a, a ton of variety, whether it's with veterans or whether it's with, uh women in, in ice hockey somewhere else. I think that I think I've seen before like fastest skater or some sort of skills mm-hmm. yeah. like penalty shot um competition between uh men and women. But I think the NHL does a really nice job of encapsulating what the skills comp should be. I don't know if I love the all star game in the NHL. Yeah, but, none of the actual games are that good. Right. Yeah. But but the skills comp is where everybody tends to To at least focus, but you know the big thing here is you you have to make it a you have to make all this stuff a betting angle. Mm -hmm. Like if if you put uh, odds on all these different events people will sit down and watch yeah. like the, i think the nfl combine is the exception to that rule because there's so many players to watch and, and and you have such a rooting interest whether it's for a certain college player or you know where your team sits in the draft yep. and who you're looking for that you don't really need um to know like who's the fastest guy for the 40 although i think it could help like in, in total yeah. watch like if if You know, we watched guys run the 40 and, you know, John Ross was plus 100. And then, you know, you kind of go down the list and I'm like, well, you know, I may gamble with, uh, you know, Roma Dunze at plus 600. Let's see if he can run the fastest 40 because I watched a lot of college football and I think Rome can run, you know, pretty fast in that that short amount of time. I I would have a lot of fun watching the combine versus trying to sit there. And uh, analytically try to de- decipher oh, who my team should get and who who they shouldn't. But in terms of something that I think should be done, in baseball especially, and baseball's great because nothing's happening that week. Mm-hmm. So people are kind of forced to watch the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least the, like, I, like I'll like i watch the Home Run, run Derby, Derby. But yeah. but most people will follow it up with the All-Star game yeah. because— it, What else are you going to do? It, it is the most similar thing to a game. Yeah. Uh, it's the closest one. It's, it's the closest one to the actual sport. Yeah. So that's why it makes a lot of sense. What they need to do is bring back wearing team jerseys. Yes. N- don't wear the National League, American League jerseys. No, wear your team colors. That was way better. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was so much more fun to watch Albert Pujols in a Cardinal jersey than Yadier Molina in a National League jersey. <laughs> it's so much more fun that way. But – in terms of a skill comp for baseball to add to it and make it even better, I would love to see relief pitchers do a hardest-throw competition. Ooh, yeah. I would, I would without a doubt, uh, I would, without a doubt, watch that. I would also,
1: I'd like to see position players do a hardest-throw competition because someone like those outfielders have a cannon, and when you do it with the crow hop, you get some pretty crazy numbers up there. Uh, to football, though, I would love, like, if they did 40-yard dash races at the Pro Bowl weekend. So give me like a Tyreek Hill okay. and a DK Metcalf. Okay. And then you could bet on the winner of like Tyree Kill versus hey, DK Metcalf. I'm telling you, you add a betting angle
0: in, people will play. Makes the world go rare. will watch. I'm just saying, Tyree Kill, DK Metcalf, let's do it. And then imagine like a book at the location. Yes. So like horse racing. Let's do it. Dude, we've got Adnan Virk coming up next.